Hey, hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and um, welcome to Facebook Live. I apologize for being late. Let's see if I can comb my hair somehow or other. Um, I apologize for being a few minutes late. Ooh, 10 minutes late, but I was taking care of a patient, so it's really, um, uh, it's well justified, because that's our number one priority is taking care of patients. So I hope everyone's doing well. It's um, the last week of January. Hard to believe next week is February. Uh, as we reach two years of COVID. Um, I think the good news is, particularly if you're on the East Coast, is that um, the numbers are going down. I know at Hopkins, we had the equivalent, I think, of 12 or 13 units for COVID patients, and half of them now are back to regular patients. So that's really good. The positivity rate in Maryland has gone from 25% to 12%. Um, uh, at one point, I think we had about a dozen technologists out sick in CT. Now everybody's back at work. Um, COVID affected many of us who were triple vaccinated, but on the other hand, it was simply nothing more than a, uh, a cold, which you would have not said a word about in the past when you got it three or four times every winter, whether you caught it from your children, your grandchildren, your nearest friends, or just however you caught a cold. Um, the, um, I, I think I forgot what I called this. Lily should tell me what I called this week, but I think I called it the Super Bowl edition which is probably a misnomer. It should be the championship edition because this week is the championship games. Now, I have to admit, I uh, did watch a little bit of the games, very little, but I watched the end. Um, and I remember, you know, those of you who are Tampa fans and Tom Brady fans, a lot of people on this call uh, are, and I, I, they were down two touchdowns and it was three and a half minutes to go. And I said, okay, well, that's the end of that. And then the next thing you know, they got that 55 yard touchdown. And the next thing you know, they get the ball back on a fumble. And the next thing you know, it's tied. And then how the heck did they let them march down the field and get a field goal with 13 seconds? That was just amazing. And then if that wasn't amazing enough, you you went from there to the uh, Buffalo-Kansas City game, where it was Buffalo and Kansas City and Buffalo and Kansas City. It was very much, you know, we talk about NBA games, you know, it's the last two minutes that decide everything. The last two minutes, and then you went to overtime, and uh, Kansas City froze out the Bills. And then I didn't watch the Green Bay game, but uh, I remember I went to bed, and I saw Green Bay was up, and I watched a little bit on, once I was cropping slides, I watched it on my computer. And I was thinking to myself, there's no chance San Francisco is going to score a touchdown in this lifetime. And they really didn't. They blocked the punt, so they got a touchdown, that's how they won. So just really, um, if you're a football fan, um, I guess half the people are happy their team won, the other half are unhappy their team lost. But you have to admit it was very interesting games, which brings us to this weekend, uh, which are the finals, which I guess there are um, the games that are left will take us into the Super Bowl, which is in three weeks in California. So um, great, doesn't affect any of us any, okay? And I'm not going to the Super Bowl, so that surely doesn't affect me. Um, it, it does, uh, it's interesting, um, I was, there's a quote on CTSS yesterday from Malcolm Gladwell, where he makes the point about, um, you know, and he spoke about basketball precisely, that, you know, these last second shots where they make this incredible play, he makes the point that the reason they can make that incredible play, it's not like, oh my God, it's a miracle, this happened. He goes, you've practiced that play a thousand times. 
you've practiced. What happens if you have five seconds to go? Who's going to get the ball? Now, of course, if you have Michael Jordan on your team, you're probably going to give it to Michael or he'll take it. But you practice. What are you going to do with five seconds to go? And so someday when the five seconds to go happens, you know what you're going to do. You may not execute it, but you know what you're going to do. And I think it's the same thing with radiology in general and CT specifically. In terms of protocols and scans, we see so many different patients, trauma patients, cancer patients, routine acute abdomen patients. The protocols are somewhat the same, but somewhat different. We put a tremendous effort in figuring out how to do the studies. And then you need to be able to read the studies. And so you train yourself on how to read the common and the uncommon. What are you looking for? What are you thinking about? What is it you want to do? It's not by accident you pick up that pancreatic mass. It's because 10,000 times before you looked at the pancreas and you looked at different masses and you built up that in your brain, you're like an athlete. You've looked at all of these cases. Why did we do case conference yesterday? I showed probably 30 cases. Some were liver, some were pancreas, some were kidney. But the more cases you see, the more you understand. And when that moment comes along where you see something funny, A, you, you recognize it, and B, you're able to say, uh, you're not, you're not going to say, oh, I, there's something funny there. Ooh, that's interesting you're going to be able to say precisely or pretty precisely what it is. Malcolm Gladwell, maybe I should speak about him, he wrote the book where he spoke about how you have to do 10,000 repetitions to get good at something and why the Beatles were so special because they spent 10,000 hours playing music up and down in all those little clubs. But it's true. All of those gifted and talented people worked hard to get gifted and talented. Now it is true I could be singing 10,000 hours, annoy people for 10,000 hours, and I probably would sing better than I do now. Do, 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 do. Okay, I could do better than that, perhaps. But I still will suck, okay? And if you ask me to run the marathon and I could be practicing every day, I'm still not running anything. Maybe it's age, maybe it just was never in me. And some people can do really well. But it's the fact that people will over and over try and do and think and practice and consider. When you're on the field and you only have a few seconds to make that decision who to pass to, in your mind you've played that game a thousand times. We all have. It's kind of like dating. Like remember when you were dating way back when? Some of you more recently, some of you less recently. You always thought about what, it's like a Seinfeld episode. Except in Seinfeld, they actually said it out loud. What are you thinking? What are you going to do? How are you going to respond depending on the answer you get? A yes, a no, or maybe. What is your opening line? What's your next best line? What are you going to do? But that's all of life. You know, when you practice, you're thinking about every scenario that comes along, everything that could happen, everything that might happen. You think about it. 
It's a thing of beauty, quite frankly, pure beauty, because you have to understand that that moment may come and you have a split second to make a decision. The same reason people at the World Trade Center, some people just had the world's misfortune, right? You're on the 100th floor and the thing hit at the 80th floor and there was, unless you're Superman, there was no way out. But people who were in the marginal floors, just beneath or nearby, they were able to get out because they thought about, at times, what if I was in a fire? Which is why we rehearse things. Why do you do fire drills? It, it seems really dumb at times, but the reason you do fire drills is because, God forbid there's a fire, you will instinctively do what you practiced. That's what people are taught. Soldiers are taught repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. This event may never happen, but if it happens, you're not going to think because you don't have time to think. You're a jet pilot. You have to rehearse and simulators and do what you need to do because you don't have a moment. When Neil Armstrong landed on the moon and, you know, and his lunar limb was not figuring out where to land, he took controls for the last 60 seconds and landed successfully. The, the limb could not figure out where to land. It was going to land in a crater, which would have ended their chance for successful return. So it's those things. It's that practicing, I think, that becomes critical. It's living the moment and thinking about what if, what should I do when? So um, that's kind of how, how literally I thought about it or I think about things. And perhaps it's a good way of thinking. I think on CTSS, we're providing you lots of information, lectures and quizzes and cases. We're showing you what you need to know. So when that moment comes along, when you see that case, you recognize it and you make the right diagnosis and the patients manage well. All the AI we're doing is trying to give you more tools to do better every single time. You need those tools because without the tools, you're not gonna succeed, right? You need those tools we need to make you better. We need to make all of us better. We're reading too many cases, too many images. You need AI to help you do those images. So I think that part is very exciting. Let me see. Let me look at the questions. Uh, Jose Highfish and uh, RGH from Lebanon. That's far away. I'm sure it's really Lebanon and not Lebanon, Pennsylvania, which is only about 90 miles away. And uh, Jose Arturo from Mexico and Lidiana, who doesn't have to put down where she's from, who's in the you know, uh, down in Palo Alto. Um, so we, we have a range of people. John Biacchino, who's uh, checking in from home, which is uh, outside uh, outside of Baltimore in the, in the burbs. Um, but yeah, and then uh, Daniel, who's from Kenya. So we really, you know, it's interesting, right? You think about 10,000 repetitions. They talk about, you know, why do all the long distance runners used to come from Kenya? They ran barefoot too because kids would do that their whole life. They would be running and they would be training. And so you had thousands of people. The best of the best came from those thousands of people. But there were thousands of people doing the running, the long distance running every single day. And they were the best of the best. So when you became the best in Kenya, there's a good chance you were not just the best in Kenya, but you were the best in the world. And it's that repetition. It's going through the scenarios. It's thinking in advance. It's planning in advance. All of those things become 
so incredibly important. So that's really, really exciting. So um, if anyone has any questions, I'll answer them. If not, let you know that we are doing a lot of new stuff on CTSS. This week, thanks to Lily and Sarah, particularly Sarah, two of our apps, the iQuiz and the iLectures, brand new versions, hundreds of new cases, uh, 30 new lectures, massive uh, quality, spectacular work, came in the Apple Store this week, iPhone, iPad, um, we're, uh, we're, we're waiting, we're just, um, we have those all out and they're for free. And please don't send me a note saying it's not on the, it's not on the non-Apple devices. That's right. We don't have the skill set to do that. If somebody from Google or AT&T came to us and said, hey, we'll put all your stuff on um, Android devices, we'd be happy to do it. It's just that we just can't do it. I can't test it. Uh, we're not programming for that. So you got to get it. You got to get your iPhone. You know, uh, we're not we're not shareholders of Apple, unfortunately. But uh, you got we st we're sticking with the Apple stuff. So um, it's pretty exciting. So anyway, I hope everyone has a great week. I'm sorry I'm a few minutes late, and um, have a great week. I hope if you're on the East Coast. I hope you don't get a lot of snow, and I also hope that you, if you watch football this weekend, minus Tom Brady. Uh, if you ask me, who am I going to pick? Kansas City. I'm going with Kansas City and the Rams. Okay, those are my two picks. But don't listen to me because what do I know? Anyway, have a great day and have a great Thursday and a great weekend. And we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you soon. And with that, oh, wait, there's a question. Daniel Owega, what which application do you use for cinematic rendering? We use Siemens uh, Singovia. That's what we use, and that's where all our cinematic rendering is done. We've been working on that for the past five years. The key thing is uh, getting uh, really good uh, presets, and we're working on that. We're doing a, a really good job with that. So I think we're very excited. Those, we're doing cinematic rendering now with uh, HoloLens. We're doing cinematic rendering with multimodality data sets like PET and CT. We're doing all sorts of super cool stuff. Anyway, with that, I'll catch you guys later. Bye-bye.